Hi there, and welcome to the Pondering Stepmom Podcast. I am your host, Michelle, and thank you for joining me today. I hope you are all doing well out there in the world. So this week, we're going to talk about communication within blended family households. The original topic that I posted says, Stepmoms. When it comes to communication with the biological mom, if there is any, in regard to schedules, school, extracurricular activities, or other stuff, is it primarily your spouse or you engaging in that communication? Please elaborate. Okay, so I got lots of comments here on this topic. Um, So let's jump right in. And the first comment I'm going to read is on the Pondering Nooks Instagram page from Julie, who says, it's me. We have my stepdaughter here Monday to Friday. It's always me doing the communicating on things, which is fine and makes sense. Thank you for that, Julie. Okay, so she's fine with her role as the primary communicator in her given situation. So I guess my follow-up question would be, if you are a stepmom who does have control over the communication with bio mom, was this something you and your spouse decided together or did it just evolve into you being the primary contact over time for various reasons. Um, So let's move on to a comment here from Surviving Stepmom. She says, high conflict bio mom is very high conflict. So communication stays between her and my husband now. There was a time we attempted having contact and she went behind his back to me to try and sneaky pick up stepdaughter from daycare. So I shut down any further attempts at contact with me. Thank you. Yeah, sounds like this stepmom and her partner had to set some serious boundaries with this bio mom. Um, I can definitely relate to this kind of situation where my stepchild's bio mom in the past would try to bypass my husband completely for certain requests or scheduling issues by texting me instead of, you know, texting him and saying things like she preferred to talk to me more than him and I was so much easier to plan things with. And there were definitely times where I totally fell for this tactic and it ended up causing issues. Um, I know now that my communication boundaries should probably have been set and set between my husband and her. The only problem is, and I did an episode about this recently, um, I am a bit of a control freak. And sometimes my husband just doesn't respond to things as quickly as I would like. So in that situation, I tended to just take over including the communication with Biomom, just to get things done um, the way I wanted to get things done and in the timely manner I wanted to get things done and organize things. Since, honestly, I was primarily the one dealing 
with the consequences, you know, transportation, scheduling, etc. So yeah, I know there are others like me um, who get into this kind of dynamic because they just want to know what's happening. Okay, um, Heather says, it's a group exchange. For the most part, this works well. Occasionally, things get heated when she tries to dictate what needs to happen in our home. Those are the moments I mute the convo and let my husband communicate. Thank you very much, Heather. I actually like this idea, and I feel like that could have been useful in my situation. If I could go back in time, which I can't, (laughs) but live and learn, I guess. And once you learn, pass on the knowledge, I say. Okay, and here is a comment from Karen who says, My husband... I don't even know her number or even what she looks like in person. Never wonder, and I'm never curious. Wow, this is fascinating to me. So literally no contact at all. Very interesting. All right, let's see who I'm going to read next. Looks like I got a comment from AJ who says, Not very long into my role. Even before we were married, the bio mom asked to communicate with me instead of my husband, my then fiance. He had so much resentment towards her. It was always a heated exchange. So she asked and he was happy to pass it off to me. All right. Well, this sounds familiar to me and I can definitely relate Um, I'm also wondering how this stepmom feels about having the communication baton, you know, solely with her and if she's okay with that. And hopefully she is. Um, Caitlin says, usually it's me. Okay, thank you. Gina says, not my circus. I don't even have her number. Wow. Okay, thank you. (laughs) I always... uh, wonder what that's like. Um, It's hard to imagine not having, you know, any contact at all, because that was so not my situation. So it's interesting to hear from other stepmoms. Okay, Jennifer says, most communication is through bio mom and my husband. We don't have a high conflict situation. And I think it's because my husband sets very clear boundaries. There were times she would text him about things not related to stepdaughter, but he shut that down quickly. Her and I have texted before, and it's been very nice. Mostly sending pictures of major events and things like that, that she might not have been able to make it to. Like when the first day of school lands on our day. All right. Thank you, Jennifer. This sounds like a very balanced form of communication management, which is great to hear. It's rare to hear, but I always love to hear it. All right. The next comment I'm going to read is from Melissa, who says her number is blocked on my phone. Our communication is via email only, and we have separate have a separate phone for her to call the kids. 
wow, thank you. Uh, yeah, these boundaries seem to be set up quite clearly for a specific reason, I'm assuming. Definitely glad there are boundaries there. All right, next comment I'm going to read is from Audrey, who says, I have zero communication and she is blocked on my phone. My husband now does all the communication via Talking Parents app. So I tell him everything and he relays the information to her. We have primary custody. I am still confused as to why we are required to send information that she has easy access to. Just doesn't care enough to log into Parent Connect or sign up for the school emails. Thank you. Yes, uh, I think that even though a lot of stepmoms don't actually do the official communication with Biomom, they will definitely dictate things for their partners to relay to the Biomom, which I'm thinking is, is pretty normal. Okay, I'm going to move on to a comment here from Tanya who says, it's typically him unless they aren't on good terms, and then I get brought into it. Thanks, Tanya. Yeah, I mean, when your partner isn't on good terms with Biomom, and they're the ones who are supposed to be communicating, um, and then you get dragged into it, things can definitely get weird. I mean, I guess it all depends on how comfortable you are with that happening and you being placed in that situation, um, as well as if you've set up any boundaries in regards to that. Um, I mean, I obviously, I did not set boundaries and I should have set boundaries and I can totally see that now. I mean, hindsight is twenty twenty, right? So... All right, um, I am going to move on now to some anonymous comments. I got a lot of those on the Pondering Nooks Instagram page. All right, the first anonymous comment I'm going to read here says, I, the stepmom, usually I'm the one to pass things along to Biomom. I'm the one that handles pretty much all the schoolwork and paperwork in our home. Biomom refuses to ever respond to me, but when stuff hits the fan, I have all my documentation. The communication is very one-sided. We photocopy everything for her. She gives us nothing. All right. Well, I suppose in this case, <clears throat> excuse me having proper documentation works, even if you don't get anything back, because then at least she can't say you never communicated at all. But yeah, that is unfortunate that it's so one-sided. Um, all right. Another stepmom here says, I do so much more than I want because my husband is useless with schedules and calendars, likely part of his ADHD brain. But it means I do most of the communication about ferrying our three kids around. When things are okay, it's fine. But when she and I aren't getting along, it's definitely a lot harder. Yes, thank you. I definitely relate to this. I often felt as though I didn't want to be the main contact, but 
I was also frustrated with my partner's lack of follow through or organization skills. So I would end up doing it, like I said before, um, even though it completely drained me both mentally and emotionally for sure. All right. Uh, stepmom here says it depends. It's one of the most inconsistent things depending on her mood makes things very difficult for me in planning for our family. Yes. Setting up a consistent plan as far as who's communicating with who is really important. (laughs) And like I said, I am so guilty of not doing this and allowing the bio mom to dictate whom she would text or call depending on her mood, you know, and it was definitely stressful and it made things much more difficult um, to plan and keep track of in hindsight. And, you know, just keep in mind, even though I'm a quote unquote seasoned stepmom, I'm still learning. And there are many things I could have done that I wished I'd done now. And a huge part of this podcast revolves around me learning how I could have managed my stepmom role better, not just telling other stepmoms how they should do things. So, yeah. Okay. Next comment is from a stepmom who says, we have a shared Google calendar, my husband, me, and bio mom, but only he texts or talks by phone to her. All right. Thank you. Sounds like you have a good setup there. Um, That's good to have the shared calendar. I love that. And then controlled, you know, a controlled primary contact being her husband. Okay, next comment. The stepmom says, we communicate in a group message. Works better if something is forgotten, but it is like pulling teeth to have bio mom share information. We have to ask tons of times to get anything. We aren't told anything ahead of time. So no matter how much we ask, it doesn't get communicated. And the off chance we get told ahead of time, it will change 15 more times. Ah, yeah, that must be frustrating, not getting information, especially when you have a system set up with which to communicate. And I do know uh, from personal experience, sometimes you're just like, you know, is this person not communicating on purpose to sabotage me or is it truly just, you know, they're totally neglectful or forgetful or ignorant of the fact that they need to communicate. It's, it's tough. Definitely. Okay. Next comment here is from a stepmom who says it's only my partner and it's only via text in a special messaging to household app. She can't stand having any phone conversations, let alone face-to-face. She completely ignores him at parent-teacher interviews and on handover day, hides in her apartment, and lets her eight-year-old walk through the gates alone, despite demanding handovers are all at her house rather than school. I tried to message her once when she was messaging my partner about wanting my information in their shared electronic calendar, 
but she didn't reply. It's been hard having someone else constantly talk about me without having direct input into those conversations via text, but my partner and I now have a process where he lets me know of the communication and we decide how to respond together. The most simple thing is always so loaded and frustrating. When we can do it as a team, it feels less divisive. Thank you very much. Yes, this is a tough situation for sure. Um, but I'm really glad to hear that this stepmom and her spouse now have a way to handle it together as a team. That's always so much better to be on the same page. Um, cause in situations where, you know, your partner is communicating to bio mom and there's things being said that stepmom isn't aware of, and then it comes back later, it can be a very divisive dynamic. Um, so it's good for a partner and a stepmom to be on the same page for sure. And here's another comment from a stepmom who says, my husband is the only one that communicates with bio mom. She is very insecure and has meltdowns when she is faced with the fact that I am the mother in our household, AKA plans schedules, books, doctor's appointments, takes the kids to the dentist, school pickups, homework help, involvement with school teachers, planning birthday parties, etc. So my husband engages in any and all communication. I would like to be involved via a parenting app to keep everyone on the same page, but it just causes problems, so I stay out of it. I give my husband all of the relevant information to communicate, and then we move forward from there. Thank you. Okay, and the next comment is from a stepmom who says, it's only me. They can't communicate properly, so I offer to try and help. Initially, BioMom was my best friend, and it was almost weird with how much and how often she would text me. However, now she's reverted back to being cold and giving as little information as possible to us whenever she has stepson. Thank you. Yes, uh... Well, I mean, the stepmom was gracious to offer to help and unfortunately seems to have gone on a bit of a roller coaster ride here. This is common too. Sometimes the relationship between bio moms and stepmoms can change frequently. And there may be times when it seems as though you are friends. And then other times when all communication stops and you get the cold shoulder totally been there. <laughs> okay. Next comment says, bio mom has always refused to have any direct communication with me. So my spouse does all of it. We try to keep a group text going for drop-offs and pickups, but bio mom is inconsistent about using it even though I facilitate 90% of those on our end, and it would be helpful if she would let me know directly what's going on sometimes. However, my spouse shares nearly all communication to and from BioMom with me. 
CCs or BCCs me on emails, and I often write the emails. He just signs his name to avoid conflict. It's exhausting and annoying. Yes, another ghostwriter stepmom. <laughs> the stepmom composing the emails and the emails being sent as if her partner is sending them. And again, I think this is pretty common. I've done the same thing in the past. And kudos to the stepmom's partner for keeping her in the loop. That is a big point of contention for a lot of uh, stepmoms and partners. And I know it's not easy and it's super annoying and time consuming and often just plain petty keeping up with all that communication. Okay, the last comment I am going to read today is an anonymous comment on the Pondering Nooks Facebook page. And the stepmom says, it's always me communicating with Biomom about everything for the last seven years. Biomom and my partner do not get along. She jumps to conclusions, makes assumptions, and jumps down his throat. Usually lots of swearing pretty much every time they talk. So I have to take on the full responsibility of communication, which means I'm the one to take the abuse when she's upset. Thank you. I feel this one uh, when bio mom and a stepmom's partner don't get along to an extreme degree and the stepmom is left being the prime communicator. That's really hard on a stepmom. You know, it really is easier said than done to just, you know, say, well, everyone needs to get along when they don't. And often, even though a stepmom may want to just not communicate to the bio mom at all or step away, there are times when there's an immediate need to relay information for the sake of the children involved. Um and when stuff isn't communicated because the adults don't get along, it's almost always the kids who suffer. So that is also an important point to bring up, too, is in all this communication drama, you know, it's it's the kids that fall through the cracks, you know, when stuff isn't planned and drop off and pick up, things aren't organized. It's it's them who suffer, you know. All right. Well, I think I am going to wrap up for today. Um, I think this was a great topic. I got a lot of really, really useful and productive feedback. So I appreciate all of you who wrote in and I apologize if I didn't get to everything. Um, so yeah, I think this was a really good discussion and I will be back with another episode I believe next week. I'm not sure. I might take the week off, but anyway. So that's it for now. And I want you to all take a breath and try and have a lovely morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you may be. And you can find me at theponderingnook.com. And you can also find me at Medium. I have a stepmom publication there called I Stepmom that you might want to check out. So I will talk to you guys next time. See ya. Bye.